You're listening to The Pipeline Show. You have my curiosity. With Gee Flaming. Now you have my attention. We're back on The Pipeline Show. We're going to kick off the Memorial Cup Coaches Show. Well, this year it's a coach-slash-GM show, as a number of the teams are have a, a coach that does both roles. But my first guest is uh, the general manager of the host team. That would be the Halifax Mooseheads. Uh, Cam Russell, welcome back to The Pipeline Show. It's been a while since we had you on. How are things in Halifax right now, other outside of the obvious uh, buzz for the Memorial Cup? I have to think there's uh, a growing anticipation for this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's exciting. Other than the bad weather here right now, everything is uh, is, is shaping up, and it's definitely exciting. And we had a, a thrilling series against Rouen, so we're we're looking for a little bit of payback, and uh, yeah, looking forward to kicking things off this week. It's been a long time coming. All right, well, let's uh, start by uh, looking at the path to the Memorial Cup here for the Mooseheads, and uh, boy, that the opening round against the Quebec Rempart, they really made you work for it, uh, pushing you to seven games, and I wonder. If the adversity in round one maybe helped get you to the the uh, the final in the queue this year, when you look back at it, yeah, you know it's, it's interesting. You know, Rue had a tough time against Winnipeg. We had a real tough time against uh, Quebec, and uh, they played well. Sometimes you just you know not not to say you don't match up well against certain teams, but certain teams seem to play it better than others. And Quebec was a good opponent, but yeah, I thought we really pulled together after the first two games. And played uh, played desperate hard hockey, and I, I think it really carried over to the next uh, three rounds. Well, and I know as a coach, I've talked to a lot of coaches, and they'll say adversity like that is probably a good thing in the long run. Uh, might be tough to go through at the time, but uh, from your perspective as well, it, it kind of gets your players a little bit battle hardened, don't they? For uh, for what you know, at this point of the season, when you're going into a, a tournament like the Memorial Cup, you, you like to have that uh, in your back pocket. Yeah, definitely. I don't think anybody wants to sail through the playoffs with no adversity at all. So, yeah. you know, we, we went through it quick. We went through it early. And, uh, like I say, I was really happy with the way our guys played, uh, throughout the playoffs. And I think that was a big part of it. Um, you know, for a while there, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for seven weeks if things didn't work out. <laughs> and, uh, here we are with only a couple of days in between our, our final series and Memorial Cup. Well, not a lot of rest uh, for you guys uh, or for the Huskies. In fact, for all four teams, uh, everybody who had to play this past weekend, and uh, of course, the Prince Albert Raiders just winning as you and I are speaking right now, less than 24 hours ago, about 12 hours ago, as a matter of fact, uh, for them to wrap up the WHL. So, uh, a very quick turnaround. What's the challenge right now to get the guys to ramp things up again after a very emotional series against the Huskies, uh, or is it because? You didn't win the series. Is it easy to get the guys fired up for this weekend because there's still something for them to prove? Well, that's something, uh, you know, we're, we're going through right now. You know, most of our coaching staff, yeah, it's, we're in a different situation where we lost in the final series, but we're in the Memorial Cup. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of uncharted territory. So it's, uh, we've got, it's not too often you get a second chance. Um, I think our guys did, you know, we definitely deserved to be here and we earned it. But, uh, yeah, we were fortunate that we have a second chance to, uh, to, uh, come back and then play these great teams and then show them that uh, we belong here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity to, uh, to win the whole thing. Cam Russell, the, uh, GM of the Halifax Mooseheads, my guest here on the Pipeline Show and the Memorial Cup Coaches Show. 
Uh, let's look at some of the, uh, the specific players on your team, individual players. And, and I guess right now the, the obvious uh, guy we have to start with is Raphael Lavoie, who's uh, really taken his game to another level here. Led your team in the playoffs uh, in scoring by a mile with 32 points, 12 more than anybody else on the team. He really has become the leader for you guys, hasn't he? Fair to say? Yeah, he's played well every game, you know, and he's, he's a big game player. He's, uh, you know, teams play him close. They play him hard. He's, he's a big guy with a terrific reach and a low boiling point. You know, there's not a lot of panic to his game and, uh, he just thrives on those big game situations. So yeah, he, he's definitely been, uh, been a, a great player through, uh, all four rounds for us. Uh, now he had 20 goals in the playoffs. Uh, the next closest player in your team, there was only one other guy who hit 10. Fair to say, safe to say you need more secondary scoring other than just uh, from one guy. I I don't think you ever want one person to do the majority of your scoring. I think it was more a matter of uh, you know him him playing so well and, and giving himself such a, a great opportunity to score and put himself in position to score all the time. Uh, you know, I thought we had uh, you know a lot of our players played very well, but yeah, certainly at the end of the day, you want to throw three or four lines at a team, and, and uh, you know that's how you win uh, championships. All right, well, who's the next guy up after Lavoie? Are there two or three guys that you're really going to be leaning on and looking for that offensive leadership, not just leadership but in the dressing room, what the guys to lead the charge? You know what, I think we've got, uh, we've got three good lines that can really score, and we've got a heck of a fourth line that can come out and they can shut teams down and play physical and play hard and, and chip in offensively as well. But I think the, the key for us is, you know, like you said before, we're going to have to have uh, – all our lines going. Are going to have to, our defense are going to have to play the same way that they played for the playoffs, and their goalie's going to be dynamite like he was before. But yeah, scoring's got to come from everybody on the team. Can I ask you individually about uh, a guy like Antoine Moran and just how important he is because of the experience that he has playing in this tournament last year, uh, going forward, and how key he could be for you uh, starting this Friday? Yeah, him and. Uh, Sam Asland. I mean, both yeah. of those guys, they were here last year. They both won and just what it takes to be a winner at this level. And, uh, you know, that's key. Uh, our players really look up to both of those guys. They're, they're two biggest leaders on the team. So it was very important for us to, to bring those guys in with their, their experience and their wealth of knowledge, as it was with Coach Eric Villa, who, uh, who hosted the Memorial Cup when he, when he was coaching in, in Chuin again and won the Memorial Cup after being knocked out in the second round. So, you know, to have those guys in your locker room, it, uh, it, you know, it just helps everybody else understand the process. Bo Grew uh, scoring a big uh, overtime goal earlier in the playoffs for you as a guy who is drafted already, uh, 12 points in just 10 games. Um, I, there's going to be some injury there. I don't know uh, what his situation is at this moment. Uh, is he good to go? Yeah, he's 100%. You know, he had uh, hit with mono, um, you know, at the start of the playoffs, and that was a, a very big loss for us, as you can see. But, uh, you know, he's bounced back since, and since he's come back, he's been one of our best players. I mean, he's, he's a bull to handle. He's strong on the puck. He can score goals. He can play physical, and he's a great leader in the room. So, yeah, important part of our team for sure. Well, and you definitely have uh, veteran leadership on the back end. Jared McIsaac, another drafted player. Uh, leads the way in that regard, and Jake Rizek is a veteran player in the queue, and uh, I'm a big fan of Justin Barron, having watched him at the Holinka Gretzky Cup out here uh, in Edmonton last summer. 
uh, really looking forward to seeing his development over the next couple of years. But uh, maybe for those who haven't had a chance to watch the Mooseheads all that closely, how would you su- kind of describe the, your defensive group as a whole? You know, I, th- I think the uh, the strength of our defense is the fact that, that all six of them can skate, they can pass the puck, they can defend, they can provide offense. They're all six skilled hockey players. And, uh, you know, that uh, makes a big difference when you're, you're not hiding anyone on your team. So we put our all six defensemen out in every situation, and uh, they played excellent for us all year. Kim, I have to ask you about uh, – I'm out in Edmonton, so I have to ask you specifically about Ostap Safin, uh, a guy you acquired in the off offseason, um, and he was banged up for you, missed most of the regular season, has come back, hasn't really impacted the score sheet for you. Um, where is he for you right now in the mix, and have, have, are we still waiting maybe to see the best of uh, Safin here in the postseason? Yeah, he was a guy that was injured all season long, and, uh, you know, he – he came to Halifax, he played about a period and a half and was out for six or seven weeks and then came back and was out again. So, you know, he, he's been on the mend and basically missed the entire season. So, yeah, he's he's definitely a guy that, uh, you know, we're waiting for for him to hit his stride. And uh, he's, uh, he's a kind of guy, he could definitely be a game breaker and uh, he could be the difference for you. So uh, we're hoping that uh, that comes together here on the final 10 days of the season. Last individual player to ask you about is your net miner. You can't win without uh, solid net mining. Alexi Gravelda certainly gives that for you, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been spectacular, you know, and the, and the playoffs started out uh, against uh, Quebec. And, of course, you know, you're playing against Patrick Waugh. That's a very intimidating for most goalies. First two games he struggled, and since then he's been our MVP. He's been the best player in our team for, for the entire playoffs. And, uh, you know, he's had an excellent season this year, so... He's a guy we lean on heavily, and, and he's a guy that's uh, that's stood up and uh, and saved the day for us. So uh, we're really excited to have him in our nets for this. Now, Cam, the uh, tournament starts on Friday for for the host team uh, taking on the Prince Albert Raiders. You know uh, the uh, the Huskies very well, but how much do you know yet about Prince Albert and Guelph? I mean, the Raiders just won. Uh, you know what? This day and age, it's uh, we're fortunate that. That our, our coaches can do a lot of pre-scouting. There's lots of uh, game tape, lots of video that they're, they have access to. So, you know, by the time the puck drops, we'll have a real good uh, feeling for, for how they play and, and uh, we'll have a good game plan together. And uh, no, I think it's going to be an exciting game for everybody to watch on Friday night. Now, I know you're the GM, not the coach, but you've been in that position before. At this stage, is it more about executing your game plan and trusting that if you do – that you'll win, or do you make individual adjustments uh, depending on who the the other three teams are that you're playing? A little bit of both, you know. I think there's 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 lots of all of that going on right now, and uh, you know these guys they they all work long hours, they all work extremely hard, they watch a lot of video, and they they meet with the kids constantly. So you know they've worked very hard for this. It's been a long season, so. You know they're going to continue doing that uh, right till the very end. Is it is it tough uh, to uh, not get lost in the spotlight a little bit and and just focus on hockey? I mean, you want the guys to enjoy the experience, but at the same time, uh, you, you don't want to get too distracted by the banquets and all the interviews and things like that. You know, I, I think they'll be fine. I think uh, you know we we've been going to, through this for the last year where we're hosting, and there's been a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, attention to it, and I think our players have handled it extremely well. And uh, I think they're looking at uh, just getting on the ice and playing in the uh, tournament now. Hmm. 
Cam, I really appreciate your time. Uh, as I mentioned, the uh, tournament starts for you on Friday against the Prince Albert Raiders. Uh, certainly wish you the best of luck and uh, appreciate you making time for the Pipeline Show here this week. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Here's Cam Russell. Thanks to uh, everyone with the Halifax Mooseheads, Scott McIntosh, for uh, helping uh, set that interview up. When it comes to the Mooseheads, the uh, player I'm looking forward to watching uh, closer is uh, Raphael Lavoie. I was uh, on uh, a show here in Edmonton earlier today. As a matter of fact, uh, Alan Mitchell's show, The Lowdown with Low Tide. To me, after watching Lavoie in Red Deer during the top prospect game, he, he was the guy on the ice who stood out in terms of man amongst boys. I mean, he's 6'4". He looks like a man on the ice, physically speaking. I mean, he's a, a late birthday. So, to me, he looks like a guy who could actually step in next year. I don't know talent-wise if he's ready for the NHL, uh, although he's take, definitely taken his game up uh, another notch here in the postseason for the Moosehead. But, you know, a guy who's probably being picked in the latter half of the first round in the top you know, in the 15 to 31 range. But I wouldn't be surprised to actually see him not back in the in the queue next year because I think physically he's ready. Talent-wise, that's another question. I don't know. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play in this tournament to get uh, more looks at him. By the way, all my guests today, basically CHL insiders, you heard, if you've been listening to the full show, you would have heard the uh, commercial right before this uh, segment started, uh, for the store next door. Uh, visit the thestorenextdoor.ca. Uh, they're employing people with disabilities, making uh, awesome products out of uh, broken hockey sticks and more stuff as well. Uh, you can go to their website. It's thestorenextdoor.ca. Uh, check out their uh, catalog. It's free to do that. And uh, they ship uh, throughout North America as well. And they're taking all the broken sticks they can get their hands on. So uh, check that out at thestorenextdoor.ca. Up next on the Memorial Cup Coaches Show, we head to the OHL's Guelph Storm. George Burnett is the coach and GM of that squad, and he joins me next here on the Pipeline Show. Hi, this is Drew Doughty of the Guelph Storm. Storm on the power play here. Teed up by Doughty, scores! Hat-trick goal for Drew Doughty. 4-0 Guelph Storm. You're listening to the Pipeline Show. Pipeline Show. 